Welcome to the Zen Stoic Podcast, where we take philosophies of Zen and Stoicism that have been helping people for thousands of years, and we bring them into modern discussions to create mental wellness and vitality. Welcome back, everybody, to the Zen Stoic Podcast. I'm your host, Victor Pierantoni, here with my co-host and audio engineer, Nico Rebel. Yes, massive greetings. Big up, yo. We are learning. We are growing. We are strengthening each other. Yes, indeed. That is what we're here to do. Straightforward, bro. So I'm interested to find out how much I know about a lot of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so I, I feel like I just know everything. Once I read a quote, I understand it. I'm good. What do you think about that, Vic? Hey, come on now, Nico. <laughs> you know that's not how it works i love it i love it when he tells me the truth and, you know even though it's not what i like to hear sometimes he tells me as it is yes but bro why is that so a lot of the time at least what i've found is that when when people read a quote or they read a book or they go to a course and they hear something for the first time there's this tendency to in essence just think to ourselves okay i know this thing i understand it but there are different levels of mastering something. You can master something on a cognitive level, mm -hmm. which basically means that you can talk about it. You can master something on an emotional level, which means that now you're associating consequences to either following it or not following it. Okay. Or you can master something on a physical level where you, at this point in time, simply live it. And it becomes part of your identity and part of your character to carry with you each and every day. So a lot of the time we see things, we think, see things like quotes, we read philosophy, and then we think to ourselves, oh, I got this. Yeah, instantly, right? I know this thing. It makes sense. <laughs> but instant gratification doesn't quite work when it comes mm. to mastery and learning. All right. It only right. works when you're, you know, Googling something and that you want to find. Then it pops <laughs> up instantly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um... Could you kind of clarify for me the distinction in what you just said about mastery and just instant crockpot type? Yes. <laughs> so the the interesting thing is when it comes to mastery, mastery takes time. Takes time. It it must be lived and not just simply understood on an intellectual or cognitive level. And one thing that Epictetus said, and remember something, Epictetus was the great Stoic that was a slave for mm -hmm. a lot of his life. And one thing that he talks about in the book that is written on Epictetus, Epictetus Discourses, is this idea of what philosophy promises. Correct. And in order to understand what it promises, we need to first understand what it does not promise. Oh. Because a lot of people think that, okay, I read some philosophy, I understand some great content, and all of a sudden my life is going to change. Yeah. I'm philosophical. Right? You're, <laughs> maybe you're listening to the Zen Stoic po podcast, and you're like, I got this. I got this. I listen to this podcast every day. And the question is, are you also living it? Are you practicing it? This is true. Because this is what actually creates the effectiveness. So to understand with philosophy is it doesn't promise you any external thing. Otherwise, it would be promising something that it cannot deliver on. Because Correct. philosophy is something that we do in the mind and that we live out in our actions. So very similarly to when... You say that you want, or so the example that Epictetus uses in his in, in the book is this idea of if you want a fig, which figs, obviously, they're very popular over in Europe, mm -hmm. fig trees and such. And, you know, he talks about if you want a, a fig tree, it's not perfected suddenly as soon as you ask. 
right? It needs to be planted, then it needs water, then it needs to flower, and then sprout the fruit and ripen to the point where it can be eaten. So it takes time. And so just because you hear something doesn't mean you immediately absorb it. It's about that idea of repetition, of practice. That's why we talk about this idea from Zen, which that Zen is not uh, just a philosophy that you can pick up. It is about a direct experience. Exactly. About the practice. And that practice comes through every day, just like the fig tree, right? Mm -hmm. The fig tree is, uh, is it, it, it has a, I want to say, diligence to get the sunlight in order to produce the bloom yes. and then, then produce the, the, the fruit. You get what I mean? Yes. It doesn't go, and I want this to be known as well too, is that... The fig tree is not envious of the other fig tree because if it was doing that, right? Yes. What would happen? That's right. It wouldn't be pre no for real. Like it's follow true. me here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be present as to bear what it has to offer to the world. That's you correct. You get what I mean? So it doesn't care if the fig tree is beside it is yielding a hundred figs. Mm -hmm. It's just going through its process to yield what it has to offer, whether it be one fig or two figs. You get yes. what I mean? But it's not in a rush. It's not trying to miracle grow it. It's taking the time to bear the fruit. That's right. We're not doing no GMO fig trees. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so I feel like that's also something very important to remember. Like when Vic talks about seeing a quote on Instagram, I feel like you instantly know it. You get what I mean? It mm -hmm. takes time sometimes for you guys to live the philosophy, understand the philosophy, and do it every day. Yes. And it's interesting because in traditional Zen practice, right, there is a school of Zen called Rinzai Zen, and they use a lot of koans. And a koan is basically like a quote or a riddle of some sort, something ridiculous, that Zen disciples and students would focus on for weeks, months, even years sometimes to understand and find that meaning of life or that meaning of enlightenment Correct. in a single silly quote or silly riddle. So the idea here is it's kind of like what we talked about, you know, in, you know, in a previous episode on the Zen Stoic podcast, where this idea of doing fewer things, but doing them in a deeper way. Correct. And that's what we want to remember. It's all, we are, especially with Zen Stoic mastery, we go for mastery. It's about practice and living the philosophy, not just expecting it. So if you want to know what philosophy promises you, it promises you the ability to actually have a sense of self-ownership, to actually choose what you're going to focus on, whether you focus on what you can control or what you cannot. And it gives you the ability to create clarity within yourself instead of allowing the noise of the outside world to determine what your thoughts are. Correct, bro. You see, like, I could say things, and he just makes it that much better. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Massive, yo, feel free. Subscribe. Live it. Don't just listen to it. Don't just listen to, and be, listen to it. And as Victor and I always talk about, you're automatically an expert. Live it. That's trial and error. That's how you get to where you want to be. Yes. Not anybody else, but where you want to be. Subscribe it, yo. Share it, yo. If this changed your life, if this conversation connected with you, please tell someone. Tell someone. Wait, wait. Before you go to the next podcast, listen. 
If you want the daily updates, Zen Stoic Mastery page on Facebook. Go like that. And if you want to link up on the Instagram, it's Zen Stoic underscore V.